0: Unlocking the secrets to better parenting
1: on Growing Pains. With COVID-19 and the MCO going into its third week, technology has thankfully made it possible for our kids to keep up with lessons with online classes and remote learning. We're speaking now to Teacher Gaia, who's had first-hand experience with this new way of teaching and learning. So
2: Teacher Gaia, you're a primary school teacher in an international school, and this is actually the first time the school is doing online schooling, right? Due to the movement control order. How is it
3: going So far, so I will say that it has been a week. So far, I can see a good progress Mm -hmm. and it is getting better. In
2: the initial stages, it was quite chaotic, wasn't
3: it? But I won't say chaotic. It was okay. I can see the progress now. But did the teachers have to go through some form of training first before implementing the online classes? Yes, yes. The training was conducted by our school before the school holidays itself. All the teachers have gone through the training. I see. But you did this training before the school holidays? Was the school anticipating this to drag on, Ah, Yes, the school, yes. The school is aware of it. But are you liking the online classes? Yeah, I'll say I do like the online classes because both teachers and students can utilize their time fruitful but is it harder to teach online? Do you have to do more work? I won't say more work, okay, because even if we go to school also, we have to prepare the lessons and everything, right? So, more likely, same.
1: How different would it be not having any contact with the kids? I was wonder because sometimes the kids are yelling and screaming, then you can, <laughs> hey, stop it! Be quiet! But this one,
3: you <laughs> can't tell! Okay, The thing is, actually, we can mute them. There are some rules. They have to go through the rules. They have to agree to the rules and everything. There will be like a two or three teachers there will be one teacher you have to make sure everybody mute themselves otherwise the teacher can mute them i see Uh, and then we'll give them verbal warning what is so good about online schooling in your opinion it's like more flexible and you can save time for the kids or for teachers i think for both Okay. i think it's like they can drink they can eat
1: oh oh, i see yeah
3: (laughs) yeah because if, if the class means they can't do all these things right yeah even for the teachers yes
1: it's kind of like how Bell and I are working right now we can uh, yeah.
2: like, use it in yeah. the more studio we're not like <laughs> yeah. seems like you kind of enjoy online schooling but is there anything that you don't like about it I won't say that
3: I enjoy online schooling but <laughs> uh, it depends now I will say I don't like the online classes because can't have a special bond with the children that's very important the bond with the children is very important and also the face-to-face interaction is much more essential if you ask me because we can't Monitor the sixty students in the online class. So I think that's why I prefer classroom so that we can monitor everybody. We know what they are doing. That's very important.
2: In terms of monitoring, like how are you disciplining
3: or keeping the order in your online classroom? There will be two or three teachers. As one teacher conducts the lesson, right? So the other teacher will be taking the attendance and also will monitor the students. Whether are they paying attention? They also will help the teacher to reply their message, students' messages in the chat group. So how is this different from teaching in class? Regular class is totally different because we'll be walking around more and hands-on activities where they can have discussion with their peers and also can have group discussion,
2: group work. If online classes are the way to go in the future Mm -hmm. because we we don't know how long this MCO will go on for, what do you hope to see improve in these online classroom portals? I strongly believe that
3: classroom is more essential. We have to improve Supplement uh, physical activities like dance, gym and all that. That's what I will suggest. I will prefer to see. Because it's not good for them to just sit in front of the computer yes, and listen, right? Exactly. Is it easier to be a teacher from home? Uh, I don't think so. I prefer cool. to go back to school. <laughs> <laughs> you won't consider an online tutor as a future job, right? If it is the future, I think we can improve there'll be like more to come because I think maybe we also try to incorporate the music and also dance and all these lessons. So we'll see how. So students will have like like more activities to do.
2: Now, what would your advice be, Teacher Gaya, for parents and other teachers when it comes to this remote learning or
3: online schooling? During this chaotic situation, okay, so I think everybody must work together. So we must make sure our kids, I our students are doing something. They're learning something. I know this, this is not going to be very easy Maybe some teachers, maybe due to the environment, sometimes if the environment is not good, there'll be like distraction because all of us are staying at home. So we have to overcome to do our best, to Mm. give our best for the children. Everybody must work together because this is for our next generation. We have Mm. to prepare them. At least they're doing something. They are learning something. Learning should take place, if you ask me.
1: With the MCO going into its third week already, technology has thankfully made it possible for our kids to keep up with lessons with remote learning and online classes. We're now speaking to Colin Morrison, the head of Google Education APAC.
2: Now with the COVID-19 and the movement control order in place here in Malaysia, tell us how has Google Classroom made a difference for kids who are forced to stay at home? I
0: mean, I, I think our, our view is that it's really important for kids to remain connected to each other, connected to their teachers, connected to their classwork, but also important for their parents to start to be connected to their educations as well. So we see classroom as playing an important role in sort of structuring some of those connections. But we also see, again, all these other tools that are starting to come into play that also really help make sure it's also engaging for students. Seeing at home, it's hard for students necessarily to focus in the same way that they're in the classroom. Fortunately for Malaysia, it was kind of ahead of the curve, actually, in terms of implementing classrooms. So we uh, implemented classroom with Malaysia, I think getting close to a year ago now, national scale. And actually, this is one of the first examples of doing a national implementation of classroom. And so actually, some of the learnings from Malaysia and what we did here have now been implemented and supported a lot of what we're able to do in Europe and in other places within Asia that are being impacted, places like Italy, Spain. In fact, one of our strong partners in Malaysia, technology partners, has been working with the Ministry of Education, now is actually helping a bunch of other ministries around the region to do things that are similar. It's a lot harder to do it in a matter of two weeks, what we need you know, we took maybe three months in, in Malaysia. But so Malaysia, I think, is kind of ahead of the curve in that respect. And so, we, you know, we've seen some good activity within Malaysia in terms of use of the platform and supporting students in this period.
1: Why is Malaysia so far ahead yeah. of the curve?
0: We've had a series of conversations over the years with the ministry. And, you know, to be honest, it was a lot of it actually came from the ministry, just about all of it. So the ministry said, you know, look, we want to put in place these tools at a national level. We want to make sure that Malaysia has a fair bit of geographic diversity. We want to make sure that there are tools in place so that a teacher and a student, no matter where they are, no matter what socioeconomic status that district is in, everyone can have access to world-class tools. So really, it's been Ministry of Education driven, and then we've been there to support.
2: But do you guys have any feedback from kids? Like, are the kids a lot more receptive to learning at home from Google Classroom?
0: So what we see is, in general, technology adoption. Like, kids get it. From a global perspective, when we think about teaching, right? So we think a lot about professional development. We think about teachers. We think about kids and kids adopt. What we see consistently is kids get it. Teachers are the ones that, you know, we need to support more, right? And what we find is we invest a lot in teachers. We invest in professional development for teachers. What we find is something like 40% of the these are my personal statistics, these are not general. I feel like from what I've seen, something like 40% of the, the value of professional development and technology is teaching the specific kids skills. 60% is giving the teachers the confidence to then go out and learn about technology and implement it in the classroom. So, these kids, they get the technology. It's a, a lot of it's about making sure that we support the teachers in the right way. At home, with distance learning, it's always trickier. So, we do see it working for a lot of students in different ways. But what we also see is, for me, whenever I go into a class classroom, wherever it is. What I've always seen is every single time I go into a classroom, I see that the way that the teacher and the students are using technology is always slightly different. So when we talk about things like innovation, we always think like, oh, it's a new big product that's being innovated. But actually what I see is in the classroom, teachers are innovators, students are innovators, right? They're always sort of experimenting and learning and doing things differently. So my hope is that what we'll see over the coming weeks, but then also subsequently, once we get past this period, is that there's also a lot of Additional innovation that happens in terms of using tools and putting them together from the teachers, but also probably students. It's not all going to be smooth. We do see a lot of good success stories of it working. We also see a lot of learnings.
2: But do you think that Google Classroom can replace the physical schools and children having to go to school and the face to face interaction between teachers and students?
0: I don't think that Google Classroom specifically or technology in general, at any time in the near future, maybe 50 years out or something like that is different. But anytime in the near future, I don't see them replacing the the physical classroom. I think that there's a big role for face-to-face interaction. What I do see is that technology being integrated with the classroom and the home learning environment is changing things. And there's, you know, Google Classroom, but we also see, we invest behind a lot of great other tools or NGOs. What I kind of see is I think that the physical classroom is going to change and technology is part of that process. In January, I was in Finland. Basically, school was being renovated and so, and they've taken the opportunity to just reshape physical environment. So they had technology, you know, they had Chromebooks and they were using Classroom and other tools as well. But they also just rethought how that physical environment could be used. So what they've done is they've moved to much larger classes. So it has something like 75 kids in a class with three teachers, and then they can break them into groups. So it's still a physical classroom. Mm. So what they're able to do is take different groups of students who, for a particular subject or a particular topic, might be struggling, put them together, give them a lot more individual attention, then have other groups working on other things. And they can also incorporate, for example, special needs kids into those classes. And then the teachers can actually give, because there's multiple teachers, can give more individual school, individual student support, and they can support each other. I think there's a huge role for the physical school, but I do think that it will change itself. And I think that technology can play a role in that as well.
2: But what is your advice to parents out there who are still a bit wary about this whole remote learning thing and think that their kids are just wasting their time being online and listening to nothing?
0: I mean, I think there's sort of several issues there, right? So our kids wasting their time, you know, with distance learning, how to keep their kids focused on learning during this period as well. It's a difficult time. There's no question about it. Frankly, it's an opportunity for parents to engage more deeply with their children's education. So when we think about transformation, we talk about transformation a lot, one of the key most important areas there is really parent engagement, figuring out how parents can play a role in education. And what we see is, you know, with things changing so fast, sometimes parents themselves can become disengaged because they themselves don't know. If you think about things that are more advanced, like AI and machine learning are becoming sort of hot topics in education. As things like that get implemented, we need to make sure that the parents are also along the journey. So for us, we start creating things like experiments that parents can do with their children on AI or on machine learning so they can learn together. so I think during this period, part of what we can do is we can support parents, which we have to do because they're in challenging and unknown waters. But also we can think about it as an opportunity for parents to be engaged more with their children's education because if they aren't, then, yeah, I think children might get distracted at home, right? And they're going to to some extent, right? Yep. It's never going to be perfect. Yep. But, you know, there are opportunities, I think, associated.
1: I mean, kids will get distracted even in class anyway. In True. You know, <laughs> what innovations we'd like to see happen in classroom that could be super science fictional but you would think like that would know, be so cool to have?
0: That's a good question. I mean, I think I see Classroom continuing to be building out as that foundation. So where I see the really, really exciting, so I see it playing a very important and cool role in that foundation. I actually think some of the science fiction-y stuff, we'd love to support. And I'd love to see sort of startups that build on and leverage what we're doing do a lot of those really cool things. And we're already seeing them. So we're seeing, for example, there's a startup in Australia that I've talked to that is helping teach students how to write more effectively. I I mean, it doesn't sound like super science fiction, cool, but they're using sort of AI machine learning so yeah. that each individual can have like their own tutor. We did something recently with a university in the US called Carnegie Mellon, where they yeah. were creating a digital tutor. It's kind of interesting, right? So they're using AI to help make the tutor be more responsive to students. But the whole idea, if you think about it, particularly in Asia, there's a lot of tutors. If you have money in a lot of places, they'll get tutors. But the big challenge is, you know, how do we make sure that there's equality? How do we make sure that a student who doesn't come from a background of having access to money still has access to the same tools. So I think one of the things that will have one of the biggest impacts will be the development of personalized learning, the development of like digital tutors that can help guide and support students. Is it going to be exactly the same as having a person? Probably not. But if we can get, say the the bottom 30% or bottom 50%, the ability to get much more personalized learning, much more sort of support with things like digital tutors, even if it's 80% or 70%, of the way there, the impact that could have would be massive.